you want more? More money? More love? More energy? If so, then you're definitely in the right place, and I want to let you know that you're not alone. Each week, I'll be bringing you a special guest who will share with you their journey to success, where you'll learn beneficial skills, tactics, and life lessons to take with you along your own path. But the most important lesson you'll learn is that there's only really one person that you'll ever be chasing, and that person is you. My name is Matt Petrusso, and I want to welcome you to the Chasing You Podcast. So I'm excited to talk to my good friend Jerome Maldonado here. Uh, we met a little bit, bit over a year ago, and he was already successful at that point. But you know, to watch him progress in just every aspect of his life over the last year has been very, very uh, exciting for me to see. And recently, he's actually partnered with uh, Ty Lopez and Alex Mayer to to really help you get started creating your own success, whether it's in real estate and uh, sales or just getting your mind right, uh, Jerome is definitely the guy to, to talk to with that. So I'm excited to have him here. So Jerome, for those who kind of don't know who you are, you know, how, give us a, like a little brief breakdown of who you are and how you got into real estate and where you kind of are now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, everybody. Um, like Matt said, you know, Matt, thank you, by the way. And, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, working aside, Matt, you know, when I first met Matt down at Ty uh, Lopez's place, it was really cool. You know, there's those people that you know to acquire relationships with, and they're either like a high buy relationship. And then there's those other individuals that when you uh, acquire relationships with, you just know they're good people. And so Matt was one of those people that when I met him, I just knew that he was uh, genuine and just good people. So, um, you know, that's one of the reasons that we're collaborating even today. And I just really appreciate you, Matt, as a person. And, um, and just really appreciate um, everything you've done. You know, Matt, you've had such good success as well. It's an honor to, to be on here. Um, but to answer your question, uh, to tell people a little bit about me, you know, I, uh, I got started in business um, on accident almost. I think I, I always had the desire to be self-employed and always do more, but I never really had a roadmap as to how to do that. And it was never really taught to me. So when I was in college doing the traditional route, I uh, got introduced to direct sales um, through an ad in the paper. I was trying to get a job um, working in a gym while I was uh, taking a three-month sabbatical over summer and um, was in pharmacy school at the time. And, you know, I, I'll tell you, I was like hook, line, and sinker, Matt, when I, when I saw the, uh, the promotion for direct sales and being able to make money off other people. It, it hooked me immediately, and um, I, I just had a new enlightenment of what life could be if I implemented some of the principles and I, I'll tell you I was horrible at it for about two two and a half years I was I was so miserably horrible at direct sales I just tried to do everything I could to make it because the dream lived deep in my soul and I just wanted a chance to be able to uh, live a lifestyle where I was self-employed and uh, and was my own boss and gracefully enough over time I, I had some success but with that success, um, I thought it was going to last forever. And unfortunately, life has a funny way of making its changes for you. And God had a different plan. So um, we, uh, we got shut down by the FTC in, uh, right around 1997 or so. And in 1998, I found myself back in college, back, uh, back home in uh, Albuquerque. 
and um, finishing up my degree. And uh, I still had that fire inside of me, man. I started a construction company on accident because my brother-in-law um, had uh, left the boss he was working for and he needed a, a, a little bit of a financial boost. So I went to go get my contractor's license and um, in lieu of helping him, he didn't show up for the exam that day. I did. And um, lo and behold, I, I got my GB98, which is my residential and commercial contractor's license and not knowing much about construction except for what I learned out of a book taking the course um, I landed up in construction and um, here I sit uh, 20 plus years later and it's been a great ride man I, I didn't realize that it was going to be such a successful ride I, I didn't realize that there was so much uh, money that could be made in construction obviously we've went through our ups and downs and I just knew I didn't want to go through ups and downs anymore when so about uh, 1999 was when I bought my first piece of investment property, and I was fortunate enough to uh, to get a piece that was it was good. It was just a residential single-family home. Um, so those of you guys who are watching, um, it doesn't have to start off big. You know, you start off with one property and it grows and it it it, it compounds over years of uh, buying, purchasing, turning, and developing your base. And it didn't doesn't happen overnight. But that one house turned into two homes, turned into three homes, turned into a commercial building turned into some land development by the early 2000s, and um, we still do land development today. Um, behind me is a property that we're just finishing up, and um, you know we got land and holdings and stuff all over the place, and it started with just one $30,000 investment back in 1998-1999, and that's how I got into the game. I just wanted stability, Matt, in my life, and I knew that real estate, in spite of whatever was happening in the world, and in, and in business, I could rely that there, the real estate was going to be there. And that's, that's really why I invested in real estate, not because I thought I'd be in the game this long. Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly why I invest in real estate as well, because, you know, there's not, not making any more land, as they say, right? So yeah. and you can get a piece of it. There's always going to be need, need for somebody to live there. Um, I think, you know, what, what I've learned just from you is everything that you do, you know, you kind of, you take action. Like, yeah. You, you, you do the research, right? You figure out what's the, the, the risk associated with it. But then, you know, there's so many people that get caught up in this, you know, analysis paralysis that they never take that first chance to buy that first $30,000 investment. And to grow from that, that, that experience that you've got the first time is where it leads you to here. So, you know, a, a lot of people think that so, like, you know, where you're at today is so hard to get to because you know so much and it's going to take forever to get there. But like the only way you can learn that is by taking some, some action and, and eventually piece by piece putting putting brick by brick and then getting to where you're at today. So you know, what what do you think holds people back from taking that first step? You know, Matt, it's it's our upbringing. You know, our our educational system, our upbringing. Um, you know, I, I've always had a saying that I a mentor taught me, and he said, you know, we were born to win but we were conditioned to lose through all of our upbringing. And so what happens is through life, people get um, brought down, you know, and I, I was just talking to my wife earlier and it's funny because, you know, being a parent is probably one of the hardest things in the world and um, to be a good parent anyways. And so you look at like all that we do and people think this is hard. No, this isn't hard. Being a parent is hard and yeah. finding balance is hard. And so, you know, we, I think the reason most people fail is because even myself as a parent, I make mistakes each and every single day and I have to reevaluate how, how and what I talk to my kids about and how I teach them and um, how I get on them and am I getting on them too much. And it's because you're building psychological um, data in their brain. And, and if you tell them no too much or if you hold them back too much or you create fear in their mind, 
it uh, creates these negative emotions in their in their mind and you know that the psychological standpoint from that holds people back teachers do it coaches can do it um the people that are most influential in your life tend to hold you back not on purpose but it's just the way that we've been conditioned over the course of our of life and so people are conditioned to be cautious right they they're, they're they say okay take action but be careful when you take action and um you know what i've learned over the years is when you want something to get something done you got to do the research if you don't over-research things, you'll find out the pieces of the puzzles you go. Be smart about the numbers and things that really make sense. Make sure that you're working with, a, with people that, are, uh, that hold the same ethic values and stuff like that. Make sure that you kind of do your research in that regard. But once you have enough research to make a basic de decision, move on it. And uh, most people don't because of fear and because of uh, programming and conditioning, psychological setbacks that – that we're all conditioned with in life and you they, people have just got to overcome them and, and take action and stop being scared because there's people around them that are going out there and they're killing it. They're making money. They're doing well. They're living great lifestyles. And the only difference between people like me and people like you and people that haven't done something and people that have is the decisions we make and the actions that we take to, uh, to enforce and, and to reinforce those decisions and actually take action to, to make things happen. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I, mean, I, I know for a fact I was not the, the smartest guy uh, in school. I barely graduated high school, uh, but I knew that I didn't want to live my life like anybody else. So I, I was like, well, I better get good at taking risks and, and basically being okay with failing because that's the only way that I learned. You know, if I get kicked in the face, I know next time to move my face a little bit, right? So, <laughs> so the, the real estate uh, that you got into, you know, I know right now you're actually, you know, we, we talked about this a bit too. Like when you get to a point where, you know, money is, not, is no longer the thing that you're chasing because you, at one point in your life, you know, you figure out, okay, money is, it's, it's actually fairly easy to, uh, to make money. You know, once you find the, the system, you find that, okay, I know how to fail, I know how to learn, how to adjust. But then, for you, I think one of the main things is uh, you like to, to educate and, and help other people get to where you are. And, that, and that's where it really brings the fulfillment back in. It's like, okay, I, I know how to make money, I know how to do that. But you're, you're big on teaching other people to how to, how to get not only their, their mental state changed, but also what actionable steps they can take to create their own success. So is that why you, you partnered with Ty and Alex? Yeah, you know, and it's, it's funny we, that, you, that you bring that up because it is, you know, and, and there's always an ulterior motive to everything, right? So, you know, to sit here and tell people that, yeah, it's all about educating other people and giving back. It is, but it's not. But it's a, it's a give and take deal. And life is, life is like that. It's a give and take. You can't just take, 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 take and never give back um, and, and still continue to receive. And so the educational platform that we created in partnership with Ty and these guys is just that, you know, I, Ty and I were sitting, when we sat down the other day, one of the biggest things he told me, he said, you know, Jerome, don't do what most people in the industry do. And they're selling these big thing, you know, these big ticket items, all these big, giant, expensive ticket items each day. He said, look, 75% of your income should come in from real estate long-term and 25% should come in through the educational space. Um, if you look at all the people that have done well long-term doing this, that's the that's kind of the, the model that you follow. They said, instead of selling these big ticket items, do mass volume. 
He goes, teach people how to go out and make an extra $50,000 a year, an extra $1,000 to $4,000 a month in income, and it's life-changing. So when you think about this, you know, it's not creating wealth in someone's life because when we're talking to people, you know, when you talk about creating wealth, most people are just struggling to pay the bills. So when you talk about creating abundance and wealth, they can't even comprehend it because they're struggling so bad trying to pay the bills. The goal is, is to educate people enough so that they can just have a life-changing experience where they can increase their income by $40,000, $50,000, $60,000 a year and um, just a few thousand dollars a month. And then taking those and building an alliance. And what, the, what it, the ulterior motive for me is that alliance that I'm building. I, I'm trying to build a, a group of cohesive people that we've helped and nurtured and educated and helped generate more capital in their lives um, to get them to become accredited investors. Because the big goal is to be able to have them in a position where they could take some of that capital and invest it into uh, the Quad J Capital Holdings, which is our holdings company, where we're doing large commercial bigger multi-million dollar deals and they could just walk in and take a small sliver of that and um, be able to set themselves up you know instead of having their money sitting in the bank or in the stock market collecting on bonds or IRAs that are paying them just a very small margin they can get involved in real estate without having to do all the legwork and all the legalities and allow us to do that and so the educational platform helps us because and it's it's a win-win situation we're able to take people educate them on how to make more money get them to become accredited investors, be able to take some of that capital and it helps us grow our real estate portfolio and the overall company grows and the dynamics of it is incredible because now we have an alliance, a group of people that just love us. We're, we have a great group of people that are working together and we, with that, we can do massive things in the future, whether it's charities or you know whatever it may be. Now we have a team of people. Now we can make movements in the world where we can really make change and really make positive impacts. I, I love that. that that really hits me because, you know, I think a lot of times we do get caught up in like the making the money for ourselves, but like we're human beings and we need, we need a community. And if we can make money and have a good community and work, work with people we trust and make money, this, that's a win-win across the board. So I, I love the model of what you guys got going on for sure. So we're going to need to talk a little bit more in depth uh, about what's going on because I, I might need to throw some money your way. So I'm very intrigued by it too. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, man, I, I was, I talked to my guys a lot too, because I know you're a master at you know, sales and, and things like that, because everything comes down to sales, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. whether it's, you know, selling some, your, your kids on going to school or eating vegetables or whatever, maybe. but you know, we talked a little bit about sales and, and I tell my guys sometimes when they get caught up on them, you know, how do you, how do you, close the deal right like how do you ask for the sale and you know one of my when I first started my dad you know I, I got kind of scared you know asking for that sale and I, you know I was like you know then I, I I put myself in their position of like oh could they, they afford this could I afford this and it sometimes held me back from making the sale but he told me one time he goes at the end of the month you know, and I actually looked up the statistic, it's 78% of people live paycheck to paycheck. And, yeah. but, but, the, but the truth is, is about only 10% actually live in, in poverty. So what's that mean? That means that over 60 some percent of the, the people really just don't have an understanding of finances and whether uh, you have a product that's actually gonna benefit them or they're gonna go out and spend it on booze or alcohol or Cheetos or whatever it may be, if your product or service you think is gonna actually benefit their life, it's your duty and obligation to sell them that product 
because at the end of the month, you know, they're gonna, people like spending money. You know, that's no joke. So seventy percent they love they love spending money. So if your job, if you have a, you know, you like your your program, I promise anybody that's listening to this, Jerome knows what he's talking about. Like, and you and I even looked at like you are very affordable for the education of what you get to learn. About them a tangible skill that you can actually implement, you know? So what, what are your thoughts on, you know, in, when you talk to people about sales, like what's something that you think holds people back from, from, because I think sales allows you to get that freedom, you know, that you, 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 you want it so bad that most people want, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a product of what I, of what I teach and what I sell, uh, Matt, I, one of the biggest things is I'm a product of education. I did a, I did a short video the other day and I talked about education and training. When I first got started in direct sales, um, the person that brought me in told me, I asked him how to get, how do I got wealthy doing it? And she goes, you got to get trained. And um, the more training you get, uh, the better you're going to get at what you're doing and just keep going to training. So I did, I, I, I always went to trainings. I, I continue to do trainings. Um, I continue to go to them. Um, and, and you become a product of, of your environment. And so everything that I've learned over the last 25 years is stuff that I've put into these programs. And I'll tell you, my sales programs are simple. I'm a, I'm a simple guy, Matt. I'm a common sense type of person. I'm not real technical when it comes to stuff. Um, I just do things that make sense. And yes, in, in prior years, when I was early in my career, I learned all the, uh, you know, the Zig Ziglar, you know, all the, you know, the, um, the, all the, the guru salespeople tactics that are out there. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, the best thing that ever happened to me in educating me in sales was the recession. And I'll tell you why. Because you can force sale on anybody. You know, you can learn great sales tactics. But when you create a company and, and when you can create a company based on a belief that you wholeheartedly have, and you create a product or service that you can stand behind, you don't have to sell because people sell themselves. And so one of the biggest things about sales, and I always tell people this, you should, you should make sure that you're in an industry that you believe in. Because if you don't believe in it, then you do have to learn sales techniques. And it's really hard to sell, and there is a lot to learn in that regard. And the psychology behind sales is really neat for people to learn anyway. So we do go into the psychology behind it, how people think. But most of it is understanding yourself, right? You want to understand how you think. Because most people don't even understand how they, they think themselves. And once you get a, to understand how you think, you can understand how people better think. And then you would get to understand how their personalities and your personalities mesh or not or don't mesh and how to work with those personalities. But truly and honestly, Matt, like I said, I'm a simple guy. One of the biggest things I teach is just being a product of your product. See, when I, when I do something, I do it like a, like a religious belief, you know? So it doesn't matter if you're Buddhist. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish. It doesn't matter if you're Catholic or Christian or whatever your faith is right when you go to church on on sundays or saturdays or whatever you do or not go to church you have a belief system that you're born with and I, the best way i can explain sales is like this you don't go to church if you've been practicing pra, uh, practicing catholicism for your, your whole entire life you don't go on monday to work where someone says hey catholicism is bad you need to believe in buddhism and this is the only way for you because when you look at them you're going to sit back and go I, I think you've lost your mind i think you're crazy right and so what ends up happening with people in business and sales is the fact that they're subjected to other people's opinions way too much. And so when you create a belief system in what you're doing so strong 
that you don't fear, fear from it at all, kind of like your religious beliefs, that is when you'll become successful in selling whatever product or service you're selling. But you have to have that type of conviction in what you're doing. Like, there's nobody that's going to tell me that what I'm doing right now in real estate isn't going to work for myself and for other people. I know that I've done enough homework and I know the direction that I'm moving in right now. So you can't come to me just like you can't come to me and tell me, okay, this is your belief system. You need to change it in your religious belief. You're not going to come to me and say, hey, Jerome, this is, you're doing this all wrong. You need to go invest in dirt again, or you need to go invest in retail again. I know the direction we're going. And so for people to be able to do well in sales, Matt, I think one of the key components is having the believability in the, in the, um, in knowing that they're in the right space, whether they're working for somebody else and they're believing in somebody else's system or somebody else's product or service, or whether it's their own. But when you have that much conviction, it's real easy to sell because you don't have to sell anymore. Now you can just talk from the heart and really explain to people what you've educated yourself doing and they'll come along with the ride because they can feel your conviction. They know that you're honest and sincere in what you're doing. And that's the easiest sale in the world. And we kind of go through some of that stuff in, in our training courses. Yeah. And that's, I, I agree with that 100%. And, and I, I kind of stumbled upon that and I learned that the hard way. Uh, but then I backtracked and actually you learn out like psychology, you know, through the human biases, like how uh, we will literally confirmation bias. If we truly believe in it, you know, we'll, 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 we will be able to speak more truly on that. You know, I think a really good example is, you know, for me specifically is when I was working for another insurance agency, you know, when I was in my early twenties and they didn't contract with a couple different insurance companies that I knew were better fit for some of my clients. And I started educating myself more on, and more and more and more of what was going wrong with the insurance agency that I worked for. And I, I, I could literally no longer sell that product because I no longer believed in it. And I, I had to start my own agency because I knew deep down that my product and service was not always the best fit for somebody and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. You know, I just couldn't do it. So that's why, that's why I had to convict myself so deeply in knowing that I'm going to be taking care of them the best possible way. And then the sales skyrocketed because they could, they could see my conviction. They could see my passion with it. They knew that I was genuinely trying to help them. And I think one thing that you said too, is, you know, you get into sales, all for the wrong reasons a lot of times they're looking to make money and they'll sell you know anything but you really have to be convicted the product and service first and, and 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 look at it at the end of the day like what is what is business all business is is you're you're providing a service or a product to another individual so you better look yeah so you better look towards a product or a service that you change that you, you know, can get behind 100%, then, then sales is, is really just pretty easy at that point. And then, then you can just figure out, okay, there's a little system that works for me. Because you don't want to, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, fake salesmen, like, and you can, a good salesman, like me and you, we could sniff that person out in a heartbeat, right? Yeah, horrible. Like, we feel just as uncomfortable around them as everybody else. In fact, sometimes when I see them, I'm almost embarrassed for them when they're selling that way. Uh, because I know it's the wrong way to sell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, you don't get to a point in your life where you are without understanding the principles of just human nature and, and being able to live a good life with your, your wife and your children and, and 
being able to sleep at night, you know, like it, yeah. it, it comes down to that. And, you know, yes, there are people out there that might make a quick dollar and, and they'll use, you know, the influence and, and things like that and, and the weak, uh, weak moments in people's lives to prey on those people. But at the end of the day, is that really what you want? And, and if that is, then probably we're not going to be able to help those people, you know? And, and I always, yeah. that's what, and that's why we relate to Ty very well, I think, because he, he, he's very good at uh, understanding like human nature. And there are a lot of people out there that don't, don't take that into account. And then they get into bad relationships, they get into bad partnerships, and then they, they wonder why, you know, because they don't know how to judge people's character. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's so true. And I think you hit the nail on the head um, a bit ago when you were talking about your insurance business and the products and services that you're delivering. See a lot of people, and it is about the money long term because you got to get that out of the way, you know. So for some people, for for everybody, unfortunately, we live in a world that surrounds around finances and money, and that's just the way it is. I didn't make that the way it is. I I didn't create this country and this world. That's just the way life works, right? So we have to play the game. And so, I, I what I respect in what in what you said is the fact that you adapted, you know. So when you when you when you hit a block wall and you realize that the product and service that you thought was superior was no longer superior there was a better product for them that market shift to be able to do what's right ethically and um and give people what they need and then also be able to go out and capitalize on it i think is key and what that does matt is that brings long-term stability so if you're looking at finances even if you take a short step backwards to take a giant leap forward in the future that's what people need to understand is that it's okay to take a hands down over in, in the long and so the biggest thing is like I when I owned a bunch of subway stores I used to tell my staff when they were upselling I'd go into the stores and I'd tell my managers hey get these guys selling bacon get them selling avocado and I tell have, and I go up to the new employees I say hey have you tried the bacon yet have you tried our applewood smoked bacon and they say no well, then how the hell can you sell it if you haven't tasted it and then there'll be people say you know what I don't like bacon I say great don't sell it what do you like and I say, okay, sell that. And I would give them options. And mm -hmm. so everything from as small as owning Subway stores and selling bacon to uh, selling million-dollar properties and pieces of real estate, it all goes hand in hand. It all, it all, it, whether you're selling insurance, whether you're selling real estate, it doesn't matter. It all goes hand in hand. It's all the same product of, of the same knowledge and the same uh, ethics is, is, is what's most important behind all of it. Great. I love it. So with, I know you have an event coming up here. Uh, in Irvine, November 8th and 9th, right? Is that what it is? It is. It is November 8th and 9th, just outside of LA and Irvine. Okay. Are you, are you, are you planning on doing any more events? Or is this something that, you know, kind of is the first one, but then you, you plan on having like a series of these events or? So we did events last year. Um, I was getting back into the event space after 20 years of not being in it. And so it's been an education. I'll tell you, this one, we're going to kill it with it, Matt. Um, I'm super excited. I have direction now. Last year, we were speaking. I didn't really know what my message really was. I was just trying to figure things out. Just like most people, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You don't have to have all the answers. Just get in and start making moves. So now, a year later, um, we've cleaned up um, our direction. We know the path that we need to take and the message that needs to be delivered to people. And uh, so we have a better roadmap 
And so now we have better speakers. We have incredible colleagues and partnerships that, that we've aligned and put in place. And so now we're able to bring just incredible people to a dynamic event and really give people uh, tons of value for their very inexpensive cost and uh, in investment. And I'll tell you that um, I'm excited. Um, so the uh, real estate domination event is our first full-fledged real estate event. And um, we have professionals from all sectors of real estate. So if you're looking at being able to learn how to get in from the ground floor and you're worried about finances, um, we have uh, Brandon Elliott coming in. He's going to be, he's our money guy, our small money guy, teaching people how to get started from dirt, from dirt, nothing, and how to get in the game and how to get financed, how to clean up their credit, and then how to utilize that to invest in real estate. Because he's not only a credit guy. He's a real estate investor and um, he, he buys and holds, buys and flips. And so great guy. Then we also have like Todd Alt coming in. He's worked side by side, but with um, people like Grant Cardone for over the last 15 years and um, was part of uh, Grant's internal team of people that were helping him in the syndication network back then. And he's a big money guy. He's, if you're somebody that has a portfolio, you have some real estate, you want to grow that real estate and you want to learn how to go out and, and find investors, create uh um, soft money or hard money lending. He's the guy that's going to be there to teach that stuff. But he's also in the real estate game. He's worth over $70 million. He's a, he's a heavy hitter and a great player in the game. Um, and then Alex Mir, who you and I both know very well, and uh, I hold dear to my heart. He's just a good person and a great guy. Um, started as a NASA scientist and just sold uh, his company, Zeus, for over $300 million. Um, so in the business world, when you can marry traditional business to real estate, it makes sense out of it to have somebody of that caliber to be a part of what you're doing. It's just priceless. Um, we got uh, Bryce McKinley coming in. Uh, Bryce is a wholesale machine. I've never met anybody that really understood the wholesaling game like Bryce. Uh, this guy's doing over 50 to 70 closings per month, which wow. is unheard of in the industry, documented. And um, I was able to be a part of his event in Dallas just a few weeks ago. His following just absolutely adores him and loves him because he's made changes in so many of their lives. So to see and witness that and be able to bring him in and have him a part of our event to teach people how to, to wholesale correctly and uh, really make good moves in it is awesome. Um, we got some dynamic women who were part of Fortune Builders, both these women. If you guys don't know anything about Fortune Builders, I, I've never been part of it. I've just learned a little bit about these guys and learned to respect them a little bit more. But the early years of uh, Fortune Builders, where Paul Hatter came from, these guys that came from that early, the early program of Fortune Builders are just unbelievable in the strategies and the teachings of what they've learned. So to be able to bring that type of knowledge to our stage is priceless. And so we have some great people coming in. Sean's going to be there. He owns a big brokerage up in Massachusetts and just an entrepreneur. Um, Jorge Cortez, our Airbnb guy, Zach Ross, another Airbnb guy. Um, so we have a great portfolio of just speakers, Matt. These guys are working in the industry. They're killing it in their trades and uh, they're real life professionals. They're not just people that are speakers. In fact, a few of them are, have never been on stage. This is going to be the first time. And I drug them out and told them you have to get on stage. You got to teach what you guys are doing because this is the shit that people need to learn. That's yeah. the stuff people need to know. For sure. I, I love that you're putting it on. I, I'm so upset right now. Like this is kind of my busy season. So unfortunately I can't make it out there. I really wanted to come check it out. So next event, I'm, I'm going to be there for sure. Uh, but just the reason why you're able to get these type of heavy hitters to your event, like we're talking about is from these relationships that you build and being a genuine, honest person. So, um, I really knew, like you said, from the moment we met, like, you know, this guy 
is a guy that has it together. He is a genuine dude. Uh, I, I genuinely appreciate our uh, our friendship that we've built over the last year, and I I hope we continue to build that as well. And I'd love to, to hear more about what's going on in the real estate because you know I'm always uh, dabbling in different things, and I know you got you know 20 years experience on me. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm really excited to, to deep dive and uh, see what else we can up in our relationship. So I draw my. Yeah, we're gonna do it, Matt. Yeah, we're gonna do it. You know, this is uh, this this first uh, interview is just the beginning. You know, this is how all the speakers and stuff and I first started with just these these type of relationships. And you know, uh, hopefully we'll get an invite to be on your stages, and I'll definitely be giving you some invites to share shed some knowledge on our stages and up and coming events as well. So we will we'll make it we'll make it a point to continue building and growing um, over the course of the next several years. So I'm excited for that, Matt. I, I just really appreciate you and having me uh, come on your, your uh, podcast and making me a part of what you got going on as well. Appreciate it. How can anybody uh, get a hold of you, man? So look, if you guys uh, go to Instagram, you can DM me. It's Jerome Maldonado and the number one. Jerome Maldonado and the number one. Um, the same photo that is on Instagram is on all my Facebook pages, LinkedIn, all of them. So if you go to just Jerome Maldonado, there's a few of us out there, but you'll notice me because of my picture. I should populate pretty quick up on top. And then on uh, Twitter and also on um, LinkedIn, same thing. I have the same photo and you can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, on, on all the platforms. Um, you can also visit my website, which has all our contact information at JeromeMaldonado.com. And, um, and I'm real easy to get a hold of. If you want to find me, I'm out there and you can find me and I'm, my, me and my team will answer and respond to messages. Sometimes it takes us a day or two because we're busy, but we'll always get back to you, always. Great, Jerome. I, I really appreciate it. And a lot of people that, you know, hopefully are watching this, I know are interested in real estate or sales or just persuasion and just be getting your mind right, reach out to Jerome. He knows what he's talking about. I would not bring him on here if I did not listen to this man and I genuinely look up to him. So, Jerome, thank you so much for joining us today. And I will talk to you soon. Yes, Matt. Thank you again. God All bless right. you guys. You guys go out, compound your success, and make it an incredible evening. All right. Later, brother. See ya.